Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. You know, I was just having this conversation with somebody about, like, the word bummer. Like, yeah. you don't hear that word enough, but, like, being called a bummer. By the way, there's a, a headphone switch on your... I was going to say, I'm not yeah, hearing anything. Right there. Okay. There you go, buddy. There we go. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, look at that, huh? Yeah. So being called a bummer as a dude is, like, almost the equivalent to a C word for a woman. Because it's like, dude, if I was like, hey, Skylar, dude, you're a, you're a huge fucking bummer. Yeah. Doesn't that resonate a little you're bit? You're a bummer. You're, yeah. It does. That means basically you suck at having a good time. You suck yeah. energy out of you, rooms. You bring people down. That's what you do. I mean, yeah. maybe the only way you can make it good is if you said it in like a half Michelangelo, like Michelangelo accent from like yeah. Human Turtles. Like, oh, bummer, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being a bummer. Yeah, unless like, you're Keanu right. Reeves or Brendan Fraser from Encino <laughs> Man or Michelangelo the Ninja Turtle, there's no good way to be. When you first said Michelangelo, I, mean, I, I just immediately went to art. I didn't even know you were going to go to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't so even, I'm like, I mean, that's the worst Italian artist accent I've ever heard. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. Hey, you're not today. Such an abomination. You're not the suck the light out of the room. Let me tell you, it's kind of so. That's what the new Ninja Turtle movie should be. Just all fucking Italian guys dressed up with shells. The fight of the crime. I can't believe they're. they're so this Get is the, to the shredder. The, the second cheese shredder? Yeah, the cheese shredder. Hey, you know, and then after we defeated the shredder, we can go down and stand in line at base. So hopefully we get in tonight. <laughs> we're going to fight the mighty pepperoni. <laughs> the worst villain name ever, the mighty pepperoni. <laughs> the mighty pepperoni. pepperoni. That also that does sound like a children's show that would get made. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. sure. Today's world? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I yeah. get to watch all of them. That's a really good time. Oh, yeah. Do you have two? Or I have two stepkids. Yes. Yeah, two, two so, stepkids. I mean, yeah, what are the want, ages? You want to know anything about Austin and Allie or Victorious? <laughs> Dude, you I'm, posted. I'm, I'm your guy. You're so dope with kids, by the way. Oh, and thanks, these kids man. are way look Like, you're, I mean, not only uh, our guest, Scott, Skylar Stone, by the way. Yeah. Skylar's here. So uh, this will be one of those podcasts where Adam and I don't do a lot of talking. <laughs> I don't know. Am, you, am I an over talking a lot? <laughs> I know you, you talk, just talk fast. You bring a lot. Yeah, you talk fast. I can. Yeah. I can do, be, no, but I share. I, I'm, do, not, I'm not one of those comments. No, you got no, great no, give no. and take. Yeah. No, you're good. We'll keep up. But with fine. your um, uh, the kids, you posted something about teaching. Is it what's the son's name? Jaden. Jaden. Yeah. Yeah. You taught him something. You were in the car, and he asked you. Who yeah. who the Eagles were? No, who real big fish was? Who ch- who Chumbawamba was? <laughs> Just keep going, Adam. Yes, Smash yeah. Mouth. There's only uh, one million more bands. Oh, uh, he oh, said, "Hey, Dad." OMC. No, he said, "Hey, Dad." When did Vertical Horizon get their start? <laughs> and he oh, said, "He's like, color me bad." Was it three guys or two? <laughs> People are constantly fucking that up. Yeah, but, but you you gave him like you posted this long, great like story about. Well, mm-hmm. just just tell. It. I mean, well, <laughs> basically, um. I'm a music freak. I mean, I like. I'd rather be at a concert than anywhere. You, you know post. I mean? You post like, hey, when is Ch- 
Coachella's lineup coming out for 2015. Yeah, like two days after the 2014 concert is happening. Oh yeah, I'm I'm already I, I'm the guy starting rumors online, and I actually think that I have some influence. Okay, because I was the only guy in the message boards for years going, dude, they got to get Dre and Snoop to come and bring a bunch of like mm-hmm. rap guests. I like for three years, no one talked about it on the message boards, and like I'm like probably one of the top five posters on the message boards. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'd be a lot more successful if I actually gave up my Coachella obsession. By the way, um, and <laughs> how many times Nicole's gone? You have four. 14 pages of sides tomorrow, and you are online trying to get people to rally together <laughs> to make sure that Soundgarden opens up the festival next year. And I'm like, so? That's hey, a- you got to have priorities. Yeah. I mean, can, I mean, can, can you have a festival out, yeah. out in the desert without Black Hole Sun yeah. to kick it off? She's wow. like, I get, Come on! you want Kid and Play to be there, but I want food on the table. Maybe book a guest star, you know? So. Yeah, like, babe, I want to be on Bones, trust me. But I also want Darius Rucker to reunite with Hootie and open this festival. I just need it. I just need my happiness. Wait, so, right, so, so he asked about music, and you have a, a vast amount of knowledge. Love music, yeah. But this is why I say you're just so dope with kids, because you took the time to expose him, mm-hmm. right, to basically giving him... What you were giving like history of? Well, my favorite parts of Christmas always were. My dad always put one, uh, or Santa did, uh, put one CD in my in my stocking, and it, mm-hmm. it was uh, like a musical like lesson every year. Like it was never the CD I wanted. It was never like I asked for Kid and Play, and my dad got me Spirit, which a lot of people don't know who they are, but they're a band from the sixties. Like he was always trying to push me away from like whatever was like hugely sure. popular and wow. like learn. So I'm just I kind of I'm paying that back because music's my favorite thing in the world. So he, what did he ask? He asked for um. He wanted to know who. Um, oh, he, he was bummed out to find out that uh, uh, Axel. He's obsessed with Guns N' Roses. He was bummed Good to kid. find out that Axel uh, didn't write "Knocking on Heaven's Door." Like that bummed him out. Holy I'm shit. like, no, buddy, I'm about to open your mind. A really <laughs> awesome guy wrote it. His name's Bob Dylan. He's like, well, who's Bob Dylan? And I'm like, well, here we go. And, you <laughs> here know, we go. Oh, let me tell you something I did to him, by the way. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's very nice of you to say that I'm good with him, but uh, I do have my little tricks to make them like me more. Um, so <laughs> his birthday was coming up and um you know he uh he wanted like a cd or something like that yeah and i couldn't find the cd what he wanted it's actually a rare get and well yeah dude john denver and the muppets isn't it, it every that's just hard yeah, yeah i mean you, you gotta pull you gotta break into adam ray's apartment to find that so, <laughs> well played yeah, yeah well played. that's called a servant volley kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um what did he want he um well he wanted he wanted two things first of all he wanted a Guns N' Roses live CD that's not Jesus. a CD by the way it's like a there was, it was only printed on vinyl so I was trying to find someone that you know took the time kind of like I take the time to talk about Coachella on message boards right. to transform it from vinyl to CD because he doesn't listen to records wow. he, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. what he wants yeah. and I couldn't find it so basically I what I did instead was. <laughs> I, I, I went up to him on Christmas and I gave him a card. I'm sorry, on his birthday, and I gave him a card. And he opened it up and it said, Dear Jaden, I bought you every song in the world. What? <laughs> All I did was buy Spotify for $7.95 a month. <laughs> <laughs> and he's constantly telling people, he's like, Skylar bought me every song in the world. Dude, he's telling kids at school <laughs> yes, that? For, Dude, like, and in a day and age where kids are loving to brag about, like, he's yeah, at sure. the age, I feel like, like you just said that he's now telling everyone that you're a voice in the movie Dinosaurs coming yeah. out. Walking with Dinosaurs, December 20th. IMAX. 3D and IMAX. Dude, yeah, fucking. So, I mean, he, we're going to go see this together. We're, we're doing this. Obviously. Okay. I want don't, to go don't, with you. don't you say that I didn't try and see the heat with you. I actually tried three times. Th- like, dude, I've seen it so many times. I can't I, see it I, again. I, I, I only saw it like three times, and that was too. That was enough, man. I don't. <laughs> 
I, just, I, I know what you mean. I know exactly what I you don't, mean. Uh, I, I don't. Just, I just want to know what theme blanket are you guys going to bring to this thing to cuddle under? I mean, it's going to be a. It's going to be a well, Muppet just, blanket. Let me just tell you the what. Turtles. Maybe do what's happening? Hey, it might just it might be a mighty mighty Boss Tones blanket. <laughs> we geeked out, dude. We went and saw Jurassic Park together with like mm-hmm. his manager and some people, oh, like good. on a Saturday morning, okay. and we got so excited that we got to park in Jurassic Park <laughs> while seeing Jurassic Park. Oh, because you saw it at Universal. That was a big deal to me and Adam. <laughs> right, dude. We took a photo to commemorate. This that. is meant to be, man. Dude, that's like picking up your fucking uh, candy snacks at uh, at uh, C's Candies before. You go see Forrest Gump. Exactly, exactly <laughs> like that. It was, dude, it was amazing. It was epic. Can you describe how? Um, I mean, you and I both there were times when I, I felt like we could have turned to each other. Like, I feel like I was like trying to wipe away tears. I was so overwhelmed <laughs> yeah. with how happy I was because it was like not only did it take me back to a great time yeah. of when that movie came out, um, but like it just was so. You, I don't know, man. That movie is is so flawless to me. Oh, it's amazing. That, that is that if, if people want to study a screenplay, okay, enough of talking about Citizen Kane, Chinatown. How about a blockbuster once in a while? How about Jurassic sure. Park? That is a perfect – every single character is set up in some way. It has an arc, and it's all paid off. Yep. You know, there's not a wasted moment. There's a little bit of funny in there, Pepper. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and then obviously the CGI was like – I mean, that was the first – was that the, the first time, movie that kind of like really – Was ridiculous. That was the start of everything kind of getting yeah, more real. It, yeah, and there I were think, times yeah, – Yeah, you could definitely argue that. Because like – and the, the T-Rex was sometimes CGI and some Sometimes yeah. a puppet, and you couldn't tell. Yeah. And who cares that there's that one scene that by the by the Tyrannosaurus Rex pen where there's land in one shot, and then when they come back to that same shot, it's a fucking cliff going over into yeah. water. <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> Spielberg says, you know what? I want my Jeep to fall over a, a dam. <laughs> and there, uh, Mr. Spielberg, there, you imagine there was, the script supervisor walking. Yeah. There wasn't a scene. Um, yes, there was. <laughs> you Don't <know> care. <laughs> uh, Jaws, uh, Indiana Jones. I yeah. have a pedigree, son. Um, always. Uh, first time I saw Jurassic Park in the theater the first time around, I was yeah. with my dad and his mom at the time, uh, who was alive, and she was uh, 82, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, and there was a, uh, a person in front of us who was blind, and they kept asking what was going on during the movie. How do and you my- describe Jurassic Park to a blind person? Yeah, yeah, there's a dinosaur, they're eating them, Jeff Goldblum said something yeah, yeah, funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's over. <laughs> you know, uh, the lawyer sitting on a toilet. <laughs> trying to take a shit, that was his last poop, didn't get it all out. <laughs> Forgot to wipe, but he's dead. Um, uh, hold on. Dude, wait, we'll pause real quick. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so, okay, that was your cable guy. Corbin, thank you, man. Yes. Cable guy, cable guy Corbin. Everybody. Adam, is there any other um, household? Uh... Corbin, you want a beer for the road or something? <laughs> you good? All right. See you, buddy. <laughs> How about a line? A guy, a, a, a guy is getting into drink? a van. You're like, do you want more beer? <laughs> he came oh, in right away. Oh, he came back on a line and he opens the door. <laughs> he comes back for the cocaine. Oh, oh man. Uh, we won't say what company Corbin works for based on that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he's a good yeah, let's just say it rhymes with Bay TNT. <laughs> uh, anyway, my uh, my first uh, so seeing Jurassic Park. So the woman she, she's saying, "What's going on?" So yeah, how do you describe it to a blind person? So my eighty-two-year-old yeah. grandma goes, "Stop asking questions or leave." Doesn't know this woman's blind, and the woman next to her goes, "She's blind." And my oh. grandma goes, "I don't care." Oh, yeah, she's eighty-two. I, I love she's that. Spunk, man. I love that old person. Don't give name? a fuck. Uh, Anne Ray. She bold, she bold us. She was ninety fucking six. Really? Yeah, there you dude. Go. Whoa. Anyway, I, I love that she. I dude. I love brassy old women, man. For that, sure. That, that's and like, she wasn't a. She wasn't me like mean spirited. She just was like, yeah. 
I'm up there. I'm seeing a movie. It's already a little overwhelming for me because I'm fucking 82. Like right. dinosaurs are kind of blowing yeah. my mind. Right. I, I'm, I'm looking down every 10 minutes to take pills probably or some sort yeah. of nuts. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, that's a great old person game. Is this a pill or nut? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But, um, and, and so then, and then the second time I saw it was in high school with a buddy of mine. We were like, let's get high. We first started smoking pot. And I remember this is the stoniest moment I had when the, when the, um, uh, uh, shell cracks and at the park and they see the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great yeah. scene. My buddy goes, uh, he goes, Wait, what, what if they open that and instead of a baby velociraptor, it was a rat? And they realized this whole fucking park, like the guy was actually growing rats and he thought it was dinosaurs. <laughs> and then I go, I go, and then he would turn to Sam Neill and go, Welcome to Rat Fantastic Park. <laughs> <laughs> and do we laugh for an hour and a half, man? Rat Fantastic Park is the name of a fucking rodent theme park. Oh, oh my God. God. And you'd have to have, like, you know, you'd have to say, like, that's where Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers were born. <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, all the uh, famous rats. Rizzo. Splinter didn't really come from a Rokosaki, okay? Like, <laughs> this is where he Whoa, came from. if you're playing at home, drink five. <laughs> Anytime a Rokusaki is mentioned. Or maybe just drink from your Rokusaki shot glass. Who does? Who doesn't have a Rokosaki? I promise glass? you, Adam does. That's the, the only person I would like. <laughs> Gu- yeah. I'm guaranteed. Yeah, you, you are. You, 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 and I both share a, a giant love for just like having a vast knowledge of just information that's not necessary. But especially the '90s, but I love the '90s. Me too, man. I know people mm-hmm. are obsessed with the '80s. Sure. But th- that, to me, that decade is so played out. And the '90s is where it was. Now, 90s. what about now, music-wise? Too, '80s is just a bunch of hair and Casio keyboards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're fine. Hair, Casio. Yeah, exactly. Move Charlie on. Sheen was a movie star for a second, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's go to the 90s when movies were movies, when like the, the Fight Club. Fight Club. M- Memento. Mighty Ducks. Uh, being John Malkovich. <laughs> sure. Being John Malkovich. Yeah. Wow. Dennis the Menace. And if you tell me that movie's bad, I'll Dude, Walter Matthau could have won an Academy Award for that performance. Exactly. For Mr. Wilson? Are you kidding me with and that? Christopher Lloyd. And Christopher Lloyd, oh, dude. Oh, God, he was so good. To, to, to go from being Doc Brown and making me love you to me, like, literally going, he might actually touch that kid inappropriately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a talent, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was creepy. He might use that slingshot and fucking, uh, you know. It was shoot. a dark movie. It was. He, he looked like a rapist. It was dark. <laughs> he really did. He did. And then he's like out by the creek with them, following yeah. them. Like, it was fucking Cooking weird. beans in the fucking yeah. campground. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But Dennis, dude, that kid was so dope. Oh, yeah. What happened to that kid? Oh, he ended up in um, um, uh, 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 a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, did he? Rushmore. Oh, no shit. That's a little blonde boy in Rushmore. That's a Schwartzman. Yeah. Wow. Has there been a, like, mischievous kid movie in a while? Like, what's kids today? What's their Dennis Let's the Menace? Because we had Home Alone. We had Malcolm in the Middle. We had Three Ninjas. Uh, we had a bunch of them. Yeah, we had a bunch of like Problem we're, Child. Don't forget that oh, at all. Problem Child. See, now it's reality shows. Now it's literally yeah. the real problems. Now it's Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, they just, <laughs> that's it. It's it's the reality. Honey Boo Boo is the new Dennis the Menace. Yeah, oh, exactly. fuck. That should be a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just them side by side. I just turned the kids on to Home Alone um, mm-hmm. the other night. We were just going through like you know Time Warner Cable trying to figure pick out a movie, and the kids were like, "What's Home Alone?" I'm like. Oh, Gosh, home alone. What kind of crime? What kind of a stepfather right. am I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't show it. your kids home alone because what kid didn't watch that and then go home and think, I dare a burglar to break into my house tonight. Oh, right. right away. Jaden's first thought was like, oh my, please leave me home at some point. Please. <laughs> please <laughs> leave yeah, me home. Because they were so hilarious. You yeah. know you were going to be entertained. You yeah. just had yeah. to have like basic, you know, mousetrap knowledge. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> mousetraps and paint cans. I and didn't even think about that. Guns. It's mousetrap. It's Dude, basically mousetrap. Sure. It's human yeah. mousetrap. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> um, now, now. Oh, so they you- just watched two, by the way. So they watched Home Alone 2, and now their minds, we're, we're going to New York. We're going to New York next oh, week. And so the kids, they're going to want to meet the pigeon. Lady. The second night we're staying at that hotel. 
Yeah, dude, Skyler, that's fucking yeah. so, so dope. dude, they are gonna be so pumped, man. And yeah. you're, gonna have, you're gonna have to watch the movie that night. Oh, for sure, yeah. dude. See, I that's want a, a hotel great... room with one of those little refrigerators. Yeah. You could open with a key. <laughs> Get your lousy, no good, freaking caucus <laughs> off my door. I'm gonna give you to the counter too. That actually does sound bad. That's dude, right. Yeah. Tim Curry's out there, like, oh, <laughs> Get your Tim Curry. I yeah. forgot Tim Curry's in it. That's Holy right. shit! Oh, oh, Frankie was there. Frankie was there, little John with the bony leg, Cliff, and then it cuts to a guy named Cliff, and Tim Curry's like, <gasps> looks at his name tag. Macaulay Culkin just sitting there eating fudge pie and vanilla wafers. Oh my god! Yeah, there's no like little kid is the hero movie anymore. Like maybe what was that movie with like Frankie Muniz and Amanda Bynes? Like not too like Big Fat Liar. Yeah, Big Fat Liar. Like eight years ago, I used to but... have to mention that where that was filmed when I did the tour at Universal Studios. Every day. And Big Fat Liar was filmed over there. And sometimes I would go because nobody cares. And, uh, <laughs> dude, and my boss was on my tour once. She's like, "You can't do that. You can't bash the movies that we that we filmed that you're talking about." I was like, "Yeah, but nobody yeah, cares." Yeah, yeah nobody... but it's like who's freaking out? Who's going? Wait, this is where the water came down and. Big fat liar! Oh, yeah. I can die yeah. now. And I would like, show the clip. That? Like, yeah. like you're going to be on a tour and go. This is where Ishtar was filmed. <laughs> <laughs> Although they do, they do still have Waterworld there, which is what you think they would like, yeah. get it, the take ride? it down, yeah. take it down. Yeah, I know they you should. Know? Well, I mean, they're like, well, but a giant plane flies into our thing. It's yeah. All right. Now, now with that, all right. So you've uh, you've done a lot of shit. Well, thank you. In your career, and you uh, not only have been so kind to be candid with me about like advice in mm-hmm. the business. But you're also you're uh, you're straight up inspiring, man. Because you've Thank like you. you've been in it for um, how many years? You feel like you've actually like, been like when you got your show con on Comedy Central. That was, that was o- like your that was 04 when I sold that, right? Yeah. And dude, you're still grinding as hard and and working consistently. It's like you know you're doing what you have to do. Like you have to stay in it with stand up and 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 all your you know acting and writing and just like being online movies writing it like out doing for everything. the timing cuz obviously there's a lot of timing and luck involved but it's like you're progressing you know like and uh and not just you know, because you could have had that show, and that could, and, and it didn't go uh, it the way been, you would want it to. Could have been jackass, yeah, exactly. Could have been huge, but yeah. But yeah. also, you could have like just let that be like that. Could have sucked your will to continue, yeah, because that happens to a lot of people. Well, there was a two week span. That, that, <laughs> there was a good two weeks where I was like, "What oh happened my gosh. in those two weeks?" Oh my gosh! Well, well that's a drift. First of all, Con <laughs> was a brilliant prank show that you had on Comedy Central. Thank you. Um, that uh, dude, I remember when I saw that shit in college, and I was like, "This is." Fun. Oh, you watched it in college? Fuck yeah, that, yeah, I did too. Uh, the one, uh, one where you were. Uh, you you did the fake porn set. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite, the dry humping one. Yeah, yeah where you just was like, we're gonna hire actors, and we're yeah. gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna con people into thinking that we're doing an actual porn movie. There was a day where okay, so basically, con was always reverse engineering a male desire. So if it was like I want to go to a baseball game and have box seats and not pay for it, I go, mm-hmm. all right, let's work backwards and figure out how to get me that. You know. Mm-hmm. Then one day I was just like, well. How- how can I be on a porn set? How can I meet porn stars? How can I end up at like my own porn premiere? And we were just trying to figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. And there was a writer in the room who said, well, Comedy Central is never going to go for any nudity. And then we just started throwing ideas. Well, how can we make a porn like without you know, showing nudity? And someone, I don't remember how it got brought up. Someone was like, dry humping? And we just lost our minds. <laughs> we're like, wait a minute. Hold on. Because dry humping is like, it's not something that you ever go, dude, I dry humped for an hour last night with this no. chick. If you, in fact, if you do talk about it, you're like, oh, dude, she totally played me out. Like, right. right. It's a bad dry, thing. Yeah, it's a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, so, the, the only time you get excited about dry humping is when you're in the sixth or seventh grade. You're like, yeah. uh, she felt my boner through three layers of jeans. Exactly. Woo! You don't You don't look three at it now. Three layers of jeans. Well, you know, I... <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> do you live in the North Pole? <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, you're uh, dry humping in Alaska during the winter time, and you, <laughs> yeah. need, uh, you need some extra layers. It's the worst time to dry hump, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we were just trying to figure out, we were like, you know, well, what if we celebrated dry humping? What if, like, where we're from, dry humping was cool? And then somebody else said, well, then then how, how, how can we make dry humping cool? And so then I came up with the idea. I'm like, well, what if it was, like, you know, porn for Mormons? You know what I mean? Because, oh my gosh. and so then we just, we just kept, you know, that, that's what's so fun about a writer's room. Like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people out there know, but like the, the best stuff comes up when six dudes are in a room of trying course. to make it yeah. funnier and funnier and funnier. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you're all, you're all playing that game of can you top each other? Yeah. And yeah. just shooting out ideas. I mean, like, the, yeah. right? like you're just literally trying to throw, you have to be that, um, Fearless to just be like I, I yeah. can't be worry about being judged or thinking some of oh, my yeah. idea is not funny. You just have to because if you say something that doesn't hit, it makes somebody like you just threw that idea. It makes somebody think about something, and it could lead to the thing yes, that is going to hit. Of course, and the best writers' rooms aren't competitive. The be- you know, like if you hear that like writers hate each other on a show, that show's going to fucking fail. I yeah. promise you. Sure. And the, the reason I think workaholics work so well is I just think those guys they trust each other to a point where like they don't go, hey, this this one might be dumb. You if you're in a good writers' room, you don't even have to preface it with. This right. one might be dumb. Yeah. There's a the damn good chance it's going to be dumb, yeah. and that's yeah. what this is and, about. And you're going to still make it work. We had uh, we had uh, Blake in here about. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, he, he's so funny. Yeah, he's, he's so best. great. And he talked about it in the fact that they're just all friends. Yeah. So they totally trust each other. Uh, Comedy Central doesn't fuck with their dynamic. They don't come in and be like, no, we think it's going to be this way. No, it, which don't. is why it's succeeding, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, because you just let the guys do what they do. Yeah, because they do it fucking brilliantly. So, uh, who who are some of the writers on that show? On on Con, yeah, Con. Uh, you know, a guy named Chris Cox. I know he does a lot of voices on Family Guy. Okay. I don't know if he's still writing. I haven't really looked him up in a while. Uh, Matt Sloan. Uh, he, he was his writing partner. They were a, a duo called Cox and Sloan. Uh, I really liked them. They were really good. Um, I can't even think of any. Oh, Zach, Zach, the other guy that was a co-star on the show. But um, nice. yeah, I don't know what he does anymore. So I mean, you, so okay, so so Khan uh, obviously helped you lead to other stuff, yeah. more acting roles, and just getting your name out there. Obviously, now people like. Do you know what's funny? When you were on that show, you messaged me on YouTube about my Kermit the Frog two girls I, I, cup I, video. I totally remember this. Let's talk about this. Yeah, I never, yeah. The I know, show. Never, I think the show was off the air, but I remember me- messaging you. Um, you did that. He, have you seen that short that he did? Oh, it's brilliant, dude! <laughs> it's two girls, one cup. I got hired at, at Fleming's downtown because of that video. The, Are you bo- the boss was—I mean, he had to make me take the food, study the food menu, and all that shit. But he was like, "Dude, I'm hiring you based because that video is fucking hilarious." And <laughs> listen, Mark Sertel yeah. is vouching for you. I <laughs> later, well, that, that's probably what really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love. Let me tell you who I make. I got a yeah. winner. I later, <laughs> I, I later. I mean, I quit two days later because I had a panic attack over fucking the guy chastising me over not cutting the uh, appropriate size of butter squares to go with the rolls, and I was. Like, dude, I'm gonna fucking have a heart attack over butter squares. I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is not me. And dude, the fucking this was the one downtown. Fleming's downtown. Yeah, the yeah. guy who was like, uh, who I was job shadowing was teaching me like with the dessert. He's like, now you have to present them with the dessert. It's and we and tell them that we have our famous chantilly cream that goes on top of the pie. Mm-hmm. He goes, say it for me. I go chantilly cream. He goes, no, no. I say, it's chantilly cream. I go chantilly cream. He goes, no, you're not getting. Yeah, and you're totally saying. Yeah, and he right? goes chantilly cream. I go, dude, I feel like you're just putting your chin higher. That's, there's no difference. <laughs> like I'm saying it the same as you. You're just lifting your head up. This is, have you done that on stage? No, no. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then he goes, he goes this is like the fucking scene from Howard Stern Private Parts, like WNBC. Yeah, WNBC. That's exactly, exactly what it's like. Chintilly cream. I go, dude, it's fucking fancy cool. Really? Yeah. That's what it really is. <laughs> yeah. He goes, dude, he goes, whatever, I'll do it. And then at one point I brought over, like, I accidentally gave him a fork with his soup. And uh, and he goes, oh man, can I get a spoon? I go, nah, man, just trying to make work with that fork. And uh, and if you do, then I'll bring you the spoon and an extra side of crackers. <laughs> and he didn't and he didn't laugh. And the guy goes, and I go, nah, I'm just kidding, man. I'll get you a spoon. And then the guy goes, hey, don't make jokes. Don't make jokes. Just bring <laughs> him the spoon. Yeah. What was that about? What was that about a fork? Trying to eat super fork? That's not even possible. 
<laughs> I was like, Holy I take everything shit. so literally. So that, that happened, and then oh. you know, ten minutes later, uh, the fucking butter squares and fucking my That's heart's my, dude. my heart's pounding through my chest like I was on a weed brownie at Disneyland. Like I'm just like I can't be here right now. Um, <laughs> so you basically did you have a Jerry Maguire moment? Did you quit in a, like an, in a, like a? No, no, no. I called him. Uh, I called him like two days later. I was like, dude, this is too much for me, and uh, I just I can't. Uh, I'm I'm usually every job I had was dealing with people, grocery store, Wolverine, yeah. fucking. I just I'm dealing with people. I was behind the scenes. I was fucking bringing soup and leaving or fucking not cutting butter squares properly. Yeah, that wasn't yeah, yeah. happening. But, um, uh, I but used so to make Mark give me free shit there all the time. Of course. It was yeah. a great restaurant. The yeah. food was amazing. But all you, the time. Yeah. But so that video, though, the Kermit video, but that's when you... Uh, you messaged me during Con, and I was like, dude, I was so fucking stoked because I fucked It was right after Con. Yeah, I remember this. I messaged you because I saw the video. I mean, anybody that can combine puppets with scat films, like, <laughs> sure. you're going to get my fucking, Absolutely. Yeah, my vote. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I remember I messaged you, and I think I just said, because I didn't know if you knew who I was. I, I don't ever assume someone saw it. So I'm like, hey, my name is Skylar Stone. I think you're really funny. I'd love to do some of these somehow. I go, I had a show called Con. You're like, I, of course, I know. And I totally remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's how um, we met. So then, so then, and then uh, you've, you've been on a ton of shows since then but right now what you your recent endeavor project i guess that you got to be a part of uh is maybe to me the coolest thing that we can fucking do in this business i mean stand-up and acting is awesome but like Mm -hmm. to voice i don't know about you but like that's kind of been like i don't know man the the same way i think like athletes dream about like being in the big game or having their own shoe or cereal to voice an animated character to me is like i've put on the the biggest pedestal like well do you know what the coolest part about it so far has been i get a phone call someone said skyler didn't you say your character's name is scowler and it is it's scowler and they're like in the movie walking with dinosaurs walking with dinosaurs coming out and they go December twentieth. December twentieth. Go see it. Walking to dinosaurs. Go see it. Go see yeah. it. And it's 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 you're voicing a what kind of dinosaur? A pachyrhinosaur. Fuck yeah. Which is like uh, <laughs> this is like porn for Adam. Like, oh, you see pachyrhinosaur. Yeah. So it's a dinosaur, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so you want a VO booth? Tell me about the VO. Yeah. Yeah. Tough skin, yeah. right? Tough yeah. hard. How skin. many horns is it? Oh my god. What, what do you want to do with those horns? What do you want to do with those horns, man? Oh yeah. Does he like kid and play? Dino porn. It's a pachyrhinosaur, and it's like the alpha male older brother to the lead character. The lead character is voiced by Justin Long, and then there's a prehistoric bird narrating the whole thing, which is uh, John Leguizamo, which I'm Jesus. really excited about. Were you ever in the booth with both of them? I was not. They were actually hired after me, and okay. so I didn't... I know Justin. This is my third movie with Justin, but I've never met John, and I'm very... Look- oh, yeah, you were in Waiting with him. Waiting and Accepted, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. I mean, and... Skyler, I've seen you work in terms of the voiceover stuff one time before when, when we were both in, right. in the smash hit movie Marmaduke. That's right. What yeah, we fuck? were. Yeah, that, that did nothing at the box office. But uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter, man. But, job. but like, uh, I was going in there. I don't even know what kind of dog I played. It was just. It was, can you redo the voice? Uh, it, 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 it was me. So that two, it, so that two people out there can get excited. <laughs> yeah, that's a dog from Marmaduke. But like, Is that it? No, that, I think that was Jay Leno. <laughs> Them dog from mom. Hey, what's up? I'm my mama Duke's friend, and uh, and what we, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. I just remember going you hear about in, this, Mama Duke. It was like me and you, it, it was we were like the bad guys, henchmen or something, yeah, what were we? It was like me, you, we and did like three things, guy. and then yeah. we were also didn't you end up being the voice of the dog that like passes out or something because he has right. so much toilet water, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I was the voice of the 
dog that gets drunk and passes out on drunk toilet on water. toilet water. Yeah. Okay, let's be clear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, amazing. Like, oh, that's fell. too much. And yeah. he, he like fell backwards. Kids have no idea what's going on, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, they just know if you drink from the toilet, you're going to pass out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, I just remember. Uh, <laughs> that's a guess. That's a good lesson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great lesson. I I remember doing that, and I was kind of. This is my first thing into voiceover acting. I'm not sure what to do. And Skyler's, you were, you were there with me that day, and then you start doing stuff, and your energy was just so like you were selling the shit out of this. And I'm like, oh fuck, I better set my game up. Like, I, uh, does anyone have like a fifth of tequila so I can get like kind of like <laughs> motivated, or actually, in my case, like a thimble of tequila? But uh, it, but do you have a low tolerance? Oh, t- t- terrible. Like my nickname on this podcast is a uh, two beer Brad. Oh man, that's yeah, crazy. It's so- I wish that would save me a lot of money. That's a gr- that's a great problem to have. <laughs> it is, uh, except for when I'm at comedy clubs on stage and then the audience members buy me shots, shots and yeah. like they think oh let's get the dwarf drunk and they like send four up there i'm like no this is gonna kill me yeah, yeah like yeah. It, this i'm dying <laughs> and i always warn the audience i say just so you know i will drink these because i'm not i'm not turning down free drinks but this will because you can't you feel rude yeah i didn't send you a drink to the stage yeah they're being you know? nice i had to yeah. drink it but i always tell my like this is going to drastically decrease the quality of your show yeah yeah and, and then they always cheer like fuck yeah we want <laughs> bad entertainment <laughs> <laughs> You want a dead dwarf? Best story ever. It is funny too when you get offered a drink. Like the few times it's happened to me, like I feel like my the, my old frat self comes out because like somebody will go to me and then I'll take one sip and it takes one guy just to go chug and I'm like uh, fuck and then I do here it. Here we go. Because I'm as guys, such a why monkey. do we do that? <laughs> that guy I'm can't like, do anything. Yeah, to us. The whole thing right now, monkey. like dude. right, like like they send off of an entire bottle of Dos Equis and some guys go drink it. Pussy. Well, I guess I can't be a pussy yeah. to this one random guy I've never yeah, met yeah, before. Sure. Exactly. I guess I have to chug this. Did what? you did you do any character research for the um, role of uh, Oh, for Scowler? Yeah. I mean, it, it, the same guy that brought us in from Marmaduke, Christian Kaplan, mm-hmm. gave me the role. I know that and, uh, dude. Yeah, he gave me the role in this in, in Walking with Dinosaurs, and um, it was weird. I was just at the Fox lot auditioning. That's what's so funny about this town. People always they're like, you know, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? Like, you know, like sometimes it literally is just like chance. right place, right time, right place, right time. But but you also have to have like the street credit that 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 someone goes, oh, I know, I know this guy. He can do this. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was just there auditioning for another movie. I don't even remember the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he just walked by me. He goes, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, uh, whatever a guy like you tells me I'm doing tomorrow. Right, sure. He's like, send me a reel. Send him my reel. Uh, my managers did. And then bam. Like, just, it just wow. You know what I mean? That it's like, like, sometimes people are just like, you know, should I be in a class? Should I do this? I, it's like, dude, like, just come out here and be funny. And then, like, mm-hmm. just, just keep be active. Your, yeah, be, yeah, do be thi- active. Do things to keep yourself, like, flexing all the muscles you yep. know you should Absolutely. be flexing. Absolutely. I, I tell it to young comics all the time when, when they're like, oh, I just moved out to LA. How do I get on? I'm like, step one, just come hang out. Just come be at the improv, yeah. hang out, it, and so people see you and register you as a comedian. So, but then, see- but then after you hang out for a little bit, don't be the guy that hangs out every night when you don't have a spot. Don't that's be true. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's true. Don't <laughs> I'm that. not going to drop any names. No. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we're all thinking of like the same three guys, right? Yeah, yeah okay. probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your natural voice, though, is obviously like dope, and you know that, and oh, that's like, pretty much what you're doing in the uh, Walking with Dinosaurs, right? It's it's me. It's he's he's a little More, um he's a little affected. It, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of a line from the movie, but um. He's just, he's just he's really intense. Everything you know, everything's his way all the time. Everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's like a dinosaur that just like you know he's he, I wouldn't say he's bright, but he's also not stupid. He's just kind of he's bright about like two or three things. You know what I mean? And he's just like he's kind of like just like like a little bit like a jock, but like uh, a little like Keanu Reeves meets Dave Coulier. <laughs> 
<laughs> with you just described my dream actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut it out. By the Whoa. way, yeah, is that, is that happening in any casting office across? Like, we want more of a Keanu Reeves, Dave Coulier type. Yeah, if you could just give me a crossbreed of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, when when if you could give me Claire Danes meets <laughs> Judith Light. <laughs> Adam, uh, when I was headlining Flappers a couple weeks ago, I posted a picture on on um, Instagram saying, "Hey, everyone, come see me at Flappers," and it was of the poster. Of uh, the you and Coulier uh, of the upcoming events, I'm headlining fr- Friday and Saturday. Coulier is headlining on Sunday. Like every comment on my Instagram is, wait, but we could go see Dave Coulier. Yeah, I'm like, oh, sure. fuck, come on, guys, yeah, you're not going to win that. But round. how about the fact that you've passed Coulier and you're doing two nights and he's doing solo nights? Yeah, All right, let's just focus yeah, let's, on the positive. Let's call there. attention to that. Alanis Morissette right. should write a song about me now. Yeah, <laughs> going down on you in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe that's true. Like, yeah, it, isn't it's that just crazy? That she wrote a song about Coulier. It's insane. Yeah, which it, song is it again? You it, ought to know. Yeah, it's you her breakout hit. Is it the one that goes, "I want you to know"? Yeah, that one. That I burned <laughs> Full House DVDs. <laughs> like I just, I picture her singing and like, I, like, like she's like going back and forth between like the face you make For right sure. before you sneeze. She's probably the face throwing... you make right after you come. She's like, I want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all have their tricks, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hers. Yeah, yeah, it works out for her. Sneezing and coming. That's what life's all about. I mean, that, in a nutshell, that's yeah. what life's about. And, and dude, Tracy Chapman sounds like someone's holding a gun to her head while she sings. She's like, "You're gonna fire call. I'm gonna take it." Like, like she's looking around. This like, motherfucker's gonna shoot me. Yeah, singing really soft. Please like, see me or he'll kill me. <laughs> yeah. By the way. He drives a fast car, whatever the line is. It's like, dude, most cars are fast, Trace. You're not giving us any new information. Like, fucking, it's like, I'm pretty sure yeah. a VW Bug. It's so, yeah, He's just bragging about 90. what he, he yeah. has 10 toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a face and some eyes and nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, now, you were born in Missouri? Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. St. Louis. And, and diehard Cardinals fan. Diehard. So, diehard. Yeah, so, yeah, so you're happy. You're. Your, your Cardinals dumped pool holes on my stupid angels, and we took them. Oh, we didn't dump pool holes. Pool holes ditched us. Yeah, yeah, we no, wanted we... pool holes. Okay. And guess what? He you, would... you brought up a very touchy subject. I th- oh, shit. I think yeah. he would still be killing it if he was still in St. Louis. Because he was happy. You, you, think he'd still be, you think he'd still be killing it? Dude, He that motherfucker. Like, St. Louis has the greatest baseball fans in the world. You do. And I'm not saying that because I'm biased. There mm-hmm. are books. There's a book called Cardinal Nation. Mm-hmm. And the fans are everywhere. I don't know if you've ever gone to like see the Cardinals in another city. You will see so many red hats and red shirts. They're all over the country. It's amazing. Because I don't know if you know this little little historical fact for you. Okay. Um, uh, back in the day when AM radio was all there was, the only team you could hear west of the Mississippi was the Cardinals. Wow. So people grew up becoming Cardinals fans in grew Seattle the, and everywhere. The Jack Buck was the announcer there. Jack Buck. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, no, dude, I was I jumped on the bandwagon in '98 when that McGuire Sosa thing happened. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's when I like really started paying attention to the whole team. Um, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, when they, when you, a team isn't your home team and they get national attention, like in the playoffs or whatever, like I mean, shit, man, like the, yeah, the, the Rangers card series with Freeze and everything like yeah. that. Oh, I mean, no. that was the, that might be the last great series. Twice, oh yeah, twice you guys were down to your last strike, not last out, yeah. last strike. That's the stuff you. Do, that's Sandlot stuff. That's where yeah. you're playing, and you're like bottom of the ninth, down by four. Yeah. That stuff you dream of, and then sure. it's like, whoa, wait, that can happen. You yeah. Know, do you enjoy as an adult that you're still emotionally invested in sports? Do you think it's like healthy for people? Because there's obviously I hear debates all the time, and and dude, losing the Sonics was so devastating. But like, dude, the last three years, like to not because that was the sport for me that I would get really yeah. invested in, and like I I noticed a like 
a void in my emo- like all of a sudden I was putting more energy into like my career yeah. and friends <laughs> yeah. because I wasn't di- putting it into guys who I don't know right who are uh, you know but but I I love it so much but it's like you know I, I for the first time was like holy shit like I have like more time yeah. No, it's very funny you bring this up. Nicole and I have had a lot of discussions just recently about this. Nicole's my fiance. Um, and what we, what we've talked about is she's like, she goes, when I met you, you didn't care about anything sports related. Now, that doesn't mean I haven't been a dire sports fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. I just gave it up for a while for sure. exactly the reason you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I, when I got suck a- you in, man, and change your mood. Like, oh, I'm yeah. sure those, uh, dude, when, when the Sonics lost against the Nuggets in 94, Matumbo fucking shook his You lost giant, your mind. Dude, I like cried <laughs> for three days as a sixth grader, went to school, was getting in fights over fucking that I was like throwing my lunch in the trash just because I didn't want to eat it and fucking now I'd go back in and get it because I was a fat kid and I was like I can't waste those fucking cookies but um <laughs> but, like what have I done you know but uh but he yeah you spikes just, it, comes it, back. it can ruin it can, <laughs> five minutes later yeah, mm-hmm. yeah dude. It, but it just it can affect you so hard oh yeah so Nicole's like you gotta well she just said she goes she goes I know when we met you weren't going to Laker games. You weren't obsessing about the Coachella lineup so much. You weren't, uh, like, you know, the August, September, October, you know, stretch of, of, of the awesome time of baseball wasn't taking over your life. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and you were working on this and that. She was pointing out, like, all the yeah. things that I did. She's like, you were making money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, you know, sometimes I've just noticed, like, it takes you over. And I just, my answer to her was, like, you know, like, there are a lot of comics that just don't like anything except comedy, right? Sure. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, uh, Chris. Chris D'Elia hates oh, that's sports. A great, that's a, yeah, Chris hates is sports. a great example. Sure. Chris literally just hates everything. You know, yeah. he, except, no, he, he, loves mo- he loves movies. Yeah. He loves his friends. He loves hanging out and comedy. But yeah, but like other... You know, but he said it to me once. He, he said it... Um, uh, I think we're all at Dane's Barbecue, and he goes, I, I go, oh, I was talking about Coachella, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was oh, going to concerts, he despises. Oh, yeah. yeah I was I talking about so Coachella, stupid. and Ian Edwards was like, you know, he's like, no, man. He was like, you know, I got I to gotta back him up. It's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, some other people were saying whatever they're saying. And then Dalia goes, I would just never go somewhere like that. Like, what is that doing for your life? How is that advancing whatever it is? That, he's like, I'm just not interested in anything that's not advancing what it is that I want to do. He was, it just sure. seems like a time kill. And I guess, I mean, I guess that just depends on what you do when you're there. Like, sure. I don't go to a concert by myself to kill time because I'm like, man, I, I have no idea what to do tonight. It's Friday right. night. Yeah. I go because, no, Kanye and Jay-Z are at Staples tonight. It's going to be a popping party. Yeah. A lot of fun people. Let's get fun, fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, it, 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 it's a great time. Some of my, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like I've been to two ACDC concerts, and those shows have been like the, some of the most fun I've ever had in my life. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, and, and you're rocking out with friends. You don't, like. Like people you don't know, yeah. You just met people are passing joints and they look. That's like, well, he's got two arms. He's probably trustworthy, you know. And you and oh, you for sure. take a puff. That's always. I, I can't tell you how many times I've blindly just taken weed out of out of thin air in the <laughs> you dark. Have no I idea what it is. I can't even see if it's coming from a hand or yeah. a mouth. Like, yeah. I'm just literally could be laced. It. Might be laced. Sure, that guy looks like he laces things. Yeah, <laughs> but but whatever. Motley Crue's on. Yeah, exactly. Smoking in the boys' room. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all. Whatever. That's all that's they're playing Freebird. Let's do this. You know. <laughs> Have you had a um, crazy uh, drug experience with a concert that has been? Oh man, that has been just <laughs> positive. Oh, all right. Well, that laugh definitely was a story you saw. It's like uh, it's just which story you're going to tell I at can't, this point. Well, I can't eat weed. I can smoke it. Yeah. all day long. Okay. If I eat it, it, it it I don't know. It hits me really hard for sure. Like really hard. I ate, um, and the first time I ever did it was a concert. Uh, I believe I was going to, it was Radiohead. It was Radiohead at the Bowl nice. in like 03, I think. 
Maybe O2. And so I was getting ready for the show, and my friend goes, um, hey, I made pot brownies. He gets in the shower, and I'm like, he's like, wait for me until I get out. But they were hot. You know, you know when brownies yeah, are hot? You yeah, want them right yeah, there, right? Course, yeah. yeah. So I never eaten them before, and I've also never really gotten like sort of like the tutorial on how to eat them. I didn't know it takes some time for it to kick oh, in. Jesus. Oh, but with weed, like, you know, you smoke it, and you smoke a joint, you start to feel pretty Instantly quick if it's good shit. Yeah. So he one. He didn't, so he got in the shower. Didn't give you any sort of like heads up. Oh yeah, and this well, was like he, an epic shower. This yeah. like, dude, you could have watched the English Patient while this guy was in the shower. He was in there a long time, and so like I like a one. Jack Nicholson as good as it gets shower. <laughs> yeah. Remember Helen Hunt's waiting fucking yeah, totally. to like six oh, days. Well, he's got to clean every nook and cranny. Uh, you make me want to be a better man. That's not bad. And be in the shower for two and a half hours. <laughs> you make me want to wash myself so much because you're that dirty of a whore. <laughs> Somehow I think that line would work. That movie's Coming great. From him. That movie's oh, great. Is. Why don't you just fuck Greg Kinnear? He's gay. <laughs> he might be. He might not like it, but he's got a dick, and you like dick, right? Anyway, he says that. Cut, Jack. Uh, stick to the script. No, yeah, no, 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 no. He doesn't like, say that. That's he the says, subtext, though. How do yeah. you write, how do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away logic and sensibility. <laughs> Dude, so good. Did you know Owen line. Wilson contributed on that script, and he's actually an associate producer on Did that. Did he really? Yeah. So awesome. Well, because James L. Brooks discovered Owen Wilson basically, you know, at the Sundance when they made uh, Bottle Rocket the short, <laughs> and then he, he EP'd the um, the 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 feature of Bottle Rocket. But yeah, so, so he brought dope. him on that. Um, so you ate the pop round. So I ate one, and nothing's happening. And they were like, they were, it was actually like really good, dense chocolate. Like yeah, the chocolate yeah. was amazing. Well, first of all, and let let the listeners just recognize this is where the problem uh, arises. You ate one, nothing happens. Yes. So now, what do you think? I think uh, maybe 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 it's not that strong. I need a second one. Yes, I need a second one. Is where you go wrong. Yes, but then um, sometimes after you eat a second one, you eat a third one. Sure. And then and you since milk to I'm wash an down intense person like you like to, yes. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm like oh it's all or nothing right. Ate a fourth one. Holy oh. shit! Dude. And, so then he gets out and he goes, "Dude, let's have one together." And like I'm just waiting for him to notice that. that and he walked like like it's like an apartment like this where he walked by. So I just grabbed two. So then I'm now having my five like and six. six. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, man. So I, I share with him, and then literally we get in the car. Do you tell him that you ate six? No, not until I started to just. I, I did not feel right. I, I literally felt like I had this thought in my mind that I'm in this car and that. All life is is this car and everything else. I've made it up. I don't have a mom. Like, there's no such thing as like. Oh my god! There's no such thing as pizza. So like, it's you're all. Wait, there's no such thing as pizza. Is the name of a children's book about a guy who's fucked up on mushrooms all the time. <laughs> there's, there's no such thing as pizza. By the way, it also it wouldn't sell because you're basically you're basically crushing kids' oh, favorite yeah. snack. You can't tell you're them that. Them their favorite thing. Tell them there's you're, no. Santa, they'll deal with it, but there's no pizza. There's going to be mass opens kid with suicides. Like, it opens with, Greg used to be a happy guy. But then he ate some nasty mushrooms and thought the car was the only thing that was important. And he said to himself, there's no such thing as pizza. To which his dog that he created in his head said... Yeah. <laughs> his dog he created in his head! Yeah. He said like, huh, I dig anchovies. To which his pet giraffe, who was driving him, said... Oh. You know, Dude, this would be... What, I love it when you do animated shorts. This would be a good animated short. Yeah. This would be a good one. I'm Giraffe. down for this one. Okay. I will voice in this. A children's yeah. book. Maybe it's us pitching the book, and then we cut to the animation. Yeah. Ooh. I like <laughs> that oh, we one. Oh, showed in the good. room. Yeah, That's yeah. good. All right, so, so, that, so... Are you driving the car? No such thing no. as pizza. Oh, thank God. You made up your mom. That's bananas. Yeah. I met my mom. There's no such thing Did you pizza. talk to anybody? Because I talked to my mom with mushrooms and told her I was dying because the heart inside my dick was beating too fast. 
What? Yeah. So what? What did you? What did you? Did you have any conversation with anybody? Well, I'm sitting in the car, and um, and all of a sudden, I just, I just, I, he could tell I didn't feel good, and I, I, I remember sweating a little bit, and I just, I, and I start, it started to dawn on me that like, you know, he's real, okay, mm-hmm. but the phone in my pocket's not real, and mm-hmm. if I call someone even to say I need help, that helps not real. Oh. Nothing's real oh, except god. what's in here. Oh my god! And then all of a sudden, I realized that he's not in on the thought with me, and then I did. I remember going back and forth, going, well, maybe he's in on it with the outside thoughts and maybe maybe he's not yeah, real uh, dude i was losing he's my infiltrating mind. your reality i was losing my mind oh my god i i told him i need you to pull over he's like dude we're late i'm not there was some opening act he wanted to see it was it, they're huge now you know how that goes like so yeah. muse will open for radio edit yeah, yeah. so he was like dude they're gonna be the next big thing it might have been muse i don't know who, it was somebody that's huge now i can't remember he's like we gotta go we gotta go i gotta see the opening band and i'm that guy too i want to see the opening sure. band but i i'm like dude I, I actually need you to pull over he's like bro listen you were late to my house all right you, you like this and that he had like a laundry list of things he was upset about like i think mm-hmm. i like there's some weird things that happened that week Back he's like aggression. you've been a pain in my ass this week he's like you know we're going i'm like dude i'm saying as a bro like friendship first i remember yeah. saying that i remember yeah. my friendship first. <laughs> i need you to pull over and he wouldn't i grabbed the wheel oh. grab the wheel and he fucking flips the fuck out and i go dude i told you i need you to pull over so finally he does pull over and so we get off the uh, the 10 and we're, we 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 sit uh inside the car for a second and i go i just i need to get somewhere high up and he goes, huh? Somewhere I, high up? Yeah, I, I need to get somewhere high up. And he's like, we just got high. I go, no, no, physically, I need to be high up. Right? I need to see everything because I just, in case something happens, I want to be able to see everything. And so in case I, something happens. All right, so now maybe you put a little fear into him. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. so, he's knowing something's up now. So, dude, you got some crazy mushroom intuition right now? Well, I, I start I start going up this. I, I, we, we you got this. a hallucinating almanac in your fucking back pocket? <laughs> <laughs> You got the Hitchhiker's Guide to Tripping. <laughs> I, I would really like that right now. Um, Listen, a- bro, be a friend and let me get some advanced topography in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I start climbing up this apartment complex. And I end up on the roof. and Not I, a good place to be. Well, that's when I finally let him know. I go, you should have told me how strong those are. He's like, dude, we had one. I go, no, I had a bunch before you got out. And he goes, he never went in his kitchen. By the way, this is, how, this is how there's no such thing as pizza ends, by the way. The friend just starts accusing his friend of not alerting him of the strength of the brownies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the kid's like, what the fuck's going on with this book right now? I thought it was about how there's no such thing as pizza. Now he's like, they're like, what are in the brownies that made him think of giraffes? All oh, right. my God. So I'm up on the fucking roof, and I'm sitting there. And all the, you know, it, it, eventually neighbors call the cops. There's cops. There's there's probably four squad cars. They're asking me to get down. Holy and, shit! And I just kept saying, I go, guys. There's no case- such thing as pizza. <laughs> <laughs> if you live it, if you knew there was no such thing as pizza, you would be up here too, assholes. Yeah, put down the gun, buddy, because that's not real. <laughs> Holy so, shit! I'm just up there, and I'm. I, they kept saying, you know, if you don't, we we have the the right to arrest you. And I go, listen, I recommend you guys get up here too. There could be something that happened. If we are up here, we can see everything. And I just kept talking about this theoretical thing that could happen. I don't even know what I thought could happen. What do you think? You were in the middle of the movie Cloverfield, and like. The- <laughs> Monster yeah. was going to come down. I was straight Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. I was losing. My, I was fucking oh, like wow. Brando losing my mind, dude. So I'll then, never eat weed again, ever. <laughs> that was always so a one-time deal. Always one-time deal. Well, well, when that's your first experience, yeah. When you woke up the next day, how glad were you to be? Just, uh, I mean, alert. 
Um, I was very did happy. Eat, did you eat pizza? Or were you afraid for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> actually, no. I, I remember actually being very excited that, 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 that I was just excited. The pizza, that pizza was real. Yeah, it was real. <laughs> I probably ordered it the next day. Like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> you told the delivery guy, it is real, Peter. He goes, the <laughs> that's fuck the end. That's about? the end of the book. That's the pizza <laughs> is real. The guy shows up and delivers it. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, that's sixteen ninety five. Yo, look at look how cute you are. What? <laughs> um, well, that's, dude, that's, well, that's, I mean, that is a great, those are the stories you hear that make people go, I can't do it again. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's just eating weed. And uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's, uh, it's good that you got that out of the way first. And did you get arrested or did they just eventually just get you down? No, I got down and like, I was very honest with them. And, and, and I, I'm lucky because this is pre, I mean, weed is basically legal in California. Now. Sure. I mean, it is like a cigarette now, you know, sure. and, but this was, this is before that, dude, this is like, Oh two. And I was just very lucky. These cops were really cool. And they said, listen, um, I think you should probably just go home, and mm-hmm. um, the best thing he could do right now is um, is just get some rest. And then I remember when we got in the car, one of them walked over away from the other guy. Goes, "Hey, man, one thing that really helps is uh, eat some fruit." <laughs> and then I remember me and my buddy were like, "Oh, this guy's like a cool partying fucking cop." Like <laughs> he's like, "Yo, yo, yo, yo hey, listen, fuck that guy. He's a nerd." All right, yeah. <laughs> I get fucked up. Yeah. Eat some fruit; it'll bring you down. Like he was basically giving me advice to like, dude, a yeah. little bit of acid, a little bit of papaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's fucking Denzel Washington in flight. He's like, "Yo, yo, where's my fucking zoo at?" Oh, so good. <laughs> Machine flight. That's I love it. I yeah. love that. I love Denzel and anything. I love that. What's his name? Shows up. What, what, Goodman. What did he call him though? There was like a, uh, a term. Cleaner fixer. One of those things. He had some name. He's like, bring him in. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. So but you're getting to do a voice that's close to yours, but you um, you are a skilled voice actor, and uh, you've done not only a lot of uh, TV and radio commercials. Your Taco Bell one was the most recent one, right? Taco Bell, uh, Coke Zero. I'm the voice of Bush Light. Are you really? Yeah. If you hear a TV commercial, easy drinking Bush Light, ice cold easy. That's me. Wow. You, you know, know I'm, 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 vo- th- I'm thirsty right now. <laughs> I'm the voice of. Um, uh, root beer, Kool Aid, lime flavored Snapple. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd like to hear Just that. Came out, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Snapple time. <laughs> Feel like drinking the Snapple? Yeah, man, I thought you did. Cool root beer, lime flavored Snapple. Anyway, I gotta go. <laughs> that's not, that sounds like a drunk Carl Wait, Winslow. That, that's how you do it? Yeah. So what no, were dude, the, I just no, I just made up specs? a product. That's not a real thing at all. Oh my no. god, I totally just fell for <laughs> that. I know you did, man. Jesus. Wow. I think I finally found the did, one person more gullible than you, Adam, yeah, right? Yeah. I really just fell for that. For real? You, I, I don't know. I just thought You thought you thought root beer lime flavored Snapple was a real thing? Um listen, I have a seven and ten year old. You wouldn't believe the combinations they make these days. They're That's like, true. Can we get this pepperoni pineapple chocolate square? And you're like, What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Where is Wonka and why did he give you that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I just walk in going, oh, bah, oh, bah. Pineapple Square. Pineapple Square. Um, yeah, my kids wanted to know where true. I was going today. Yeah. Um, and so I showed them footage of you guys. They uh, absolutely love you. They were li- they're like, <laughs> you, show them, you show them a Gangnam Style dance? Um, no, I showed them. Yeah, show them that. No, the What Does the Fox Say? Okay. Oh, okay. And yeah, they just one. got the biggest kick out of that, dude. They're oh, like, cool. oh my gosh. Yeah, he's he's jumping around in a giant mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> they were dying, dude. Dude, you and I both, I feel like, if well, as soon as the rest of those movie trailer do- guys... Uh, we could do it. Retire, I think. We right? could do it. Yeah. Let's let's make one up right now. Sure. All right. Brad, give us give us a, an actor and give us a. Okay. Well, maybe it's, there's no such thing as pizza. As the well, movie. okay. There's no such thing as pizza. The movie starring Danny Glover, obviously. Right. And uh, and uh, Vince Vaughn. Okay. Ooh. Okay. You, you do Glover? He does a version of Glover. Hey, hey I see an angel with you. <laughs> 
And Dan, and well, Dan, hold on, for everybody Dan, listening, Dan, though, <laughs> it's a great impression. Yeah. However, you don't see his eyes, and he's making Danny Glover <laughs> eyes, and that's it brings it home. It does. But anyway, it, it, okay. So, so imagine Danny Glover eyes Danny on Adam. Glover eyes. <laughs> is that a song? I feel drunk, and I'm not. Wait, okay, yo, so I only, I only know that one scene where where Tony Dan's on the mound, and he's like, "I got nothing left. I got nothing left." And he goes, "Yeah, you do." And he goes, "What, what do you mean?" He goes. You got an angel with you right now. <laughs> and Dancer goes, I do? I thought I was dying of cancer. Oh, wait. Did people know that in the movie yet? What's going on right now? <laughs> I love this Glover, dude. Uh, yeah. Who does Danny Glover? Nobody, man. Adam Ray does. Oh, um, God. All right, so, so, Glover's in, so there's no such thing as... I so, do like that about Adam. He, yeah. he, he, he's done what I've tried to do, do impressions of people that no one's doing. Like, right. don't, don't step on the plate and go, yo, here's my... Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? like, yeah, I'm going to do Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then I'm going to do Christopher Walken. Yeah, that's yeah, a exactly. completely original impression. But, but, but no, unless you're really good at it, there is one yeah. that he does that everyone does. But he, his is my favorite. Which the, one? The one that you do. You know I have a sick upset. How many times have I called you in the middle of the night going, Adam, I'm stoned. Real quick, give me a couple of Jay Leno's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I call him yeah. all the time. Call all the time. And I was going, oh, you hear about this guy? You hear about this guy? Yeah, apparently 42% of dogs uh, lick their own butts. Yeah, you that 42% of dogs lick their own butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, lucky dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then the joke just has nothing but to do. He's, he's turned him into, like, what I like about Adams, Jay, <laughs> what he, he's done the right thing. If you're going to do somebody that everyone does, Will Ferrell did it right. He did George W. Bush when all of America was doing George W. Bush. Yeah, but right. he found, a, like, a really, like, like one, like, almost like this, like, one, like it sound like him, but it, mm-hmm. they, they take one note and they drive it in the ground and turn him into something that he's actually really yeah. not. Sure. A caricature. It's yeah. exactly what it is. And that's the Don't way to get on Texas. SNL. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. You're right, yeah. So... He's taking Jay Leno. He did a short with uh, with Brady. Yeah, with Brady Matthews. With, with burp farts. Yeah, burp farts. <laughs> oh my god! It's... <laughs> How many times did I call you about that one? I, I literally, I'm like, Adam, yeah, I loved it. Then. Well, because I paid a guy, I paid a guy like 400 bucks to do this animation of basically showing the like the animation of the what life happens. of a fart, the oh, life a burp, of a, a burp Sorry. fart. Yeah, um, and basically <laughs> going through. Have you seen it? Uh, you, I'm gonna, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna now. Can you pull it? up that yeah. just one part? Yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah, I mean, what's it called again? Jay Leno burp fart. There's got to be only one of them on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And so, Watch. It's, you know what I it's, about it's like two girls, one cup. It spawned like all these reaction videos. <laughs> you know what's funny though is that um, I was watching the Inside the Actor Studio on Clooney with my roommate at the time after I put that up. Uh-huh. And we're watching Clooney's like, and, and at one point Lipton's like, so you give money to Darfur. You are an Academy Award winner. You direct. Women love you. Guys want to hang out with you. You donate money to charity. You're involved in politics. What don't you do? And Clooney's like, uh, you know, I've, uh, I'm just, I don't, I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you, James. I guess I'm just perfect. And laughs it off in a mockingly like way. And I'm sitting there being like, I look at my roommate. I go, hey, you know what I did last week? I made a, a video where Jay Leno pretends to do a PSA for burp farts. <laughs> I go, holy shit! That was like your moment where you're like, this is where I'm at. You mean <laughs> this is where you I'm mean at. this PSA? <laughs> everybody, it's me, Jay Leno. Now, some of you may know me as the hilarious host of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. That's me. And some of you may know me as Captain Boner. That's my profile name on Xbox Live. (laughs) But now, I'd like to talk to you as Jay Leno the human about a very serious issue that a lot of people aren't aware of. It's a disease. A disease that's killing lots of people on a daily basis. I'm talking about burp farts. (laughs) Burp farts comes on screen. What's a burp fart? This is the burp farm. And he opens his mouth. <laughs> Comes out of his mouth! Yeah. You smell that? It smells like shit. <laughs> That's because it was supposed to come out of my butt. 
until the fart gets rejected from your butt. <laughs> and then there's this and animation. All the way through your system on a fart roller coaster. Oh, that sounds kind of fun. It goes past your penis, past your lungs, your kidneys, what? your liver, your penis. I'm sorry. Some people have two penises. <laughs> past your stomach, your heart, your diaphragm, your stomach, your penis. Some people have three penises. It goes past your balls, slips by your throat, and comes out of your mouth and into the air. This is my son, Brady. <laughs> All right, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, a three God. penis part that you loved. <laughs> well, Adam is one of the most random people I've ever met. Like sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I watch one of his shorts. I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. Like, like any comic could have thought of this. Yeah. And then two thirds in, there's just this left turn. We're like, what? The, how high was Adam when <laughs> yeah. he wrote this? Yeah. It went past his lungs into his esophagus, back down to where there's three yeah. penises. <laughs> well, I spaced it out though, because you don't see that coming. You don't see that second penis coming. You sure as hell don't see a third penis <laughs> coming. People have three. Penis. <laughs> and he's so casual about it. <laughs> but it ends. Yeah. You didn't play the last part. And the last part is is one of the things that Adam has done with Jay Leno is Brady sits on his lap. Yep. And Brady is it, Brady's a handsome motherfucker. I yeah. would fuck the shit out of Brady. Uh, okay. of Brady, uh, Brady, for those of you who don't know, uh, if you want to see him, he is on the cover of my new album, Hi Ho. Is he uh, really? Yeah, uh, Brady plays uh, Prince Charming. And I, 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 I love that guy. By he's the such way. a good-looking motherfucker. He's a great dude, man. He's yeah. a cool guy. And great so comic. He, he's cut and chiseled. He has no shirt on, and so yeah. six pack, pecs, everything. He sits down. Literally looks like Ivan Drago, and he's like sitting down. And how's on- it end? Yeah, I say every time, every minute that Brady sits here. Um, uh, and doesn't flinch or doesn't get up, I'm going to donate $5 to the charity of his choice or something. Yeah. And and it, but it, the best part is, it, it, like, Adam, like, it, you're famous for your tags. You love to cut yeah. your Adam Ray logo, yeah, and then yeah. you have, like, a little tag at yeah, the end, yeah. and he just slaps his tent. <laughs> I just start slapping he just starts his tent. Sl- slapping his tent. <laughs> anyway, there you go. <laughs> and there's cool. no reason for it. <laughs> So what I'm, what I'm pointing out is he's turned Jay Leno because you do this on the phone with me when you'll do Jay Leno. Yeah. He's turned him into this like, almost like yeah yeah everyone thinks I'm just this great guy and I'm just so perfect and I'm just so bland <laughs> but I'm actually a fucking sexual pervert. Like, <laughs> you've turned him into like a darker soul than sure, he is, sure. which is a funny idea because like he is America's yes late night guy, cookie yeah. cutter clean, cookie sure. cutter clean. It goes and does 45 minutes in Vegas, not going to curse once. Goes and does Manhattan. Comedy club right. or the, the fucking Hermosa, whatever. Yep. Yeah, and like, but Adams turned into this guy where you're like, nah, there's a side of Jay Leno you might not know about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. Where it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, uh, you know, boy, hear about that uh, earthquake in uh, Japan? That was terrible. Yeah, yeah. apparently uh, thousands of people just uh, swimming in the ocean. Yeah, um, that was a. Uh, some people call it a tragedy. I like to call it mytho soup. <laughs> you know, it's like shit like that. It's like so, it's like, like it's, clean but darker jokes. Like yeah. you know, he doesn't get fucked up and he doesn't drink. He's right. he's one of those like sober straight laced guys. But just the idea that like, well, what if he did? Like, what if like, what sure. if, like, every Sunday after the fucking Hermosa, he actually yeah, is yeah, like, he just, yeah, he's the way Jane Bring him I up for, like, two hours. Get, I think that's how you develop a good character impression. You just, you, you what if the fuck sure. out of, yeah. out of a, a, you know, possibilities to, to, to take it to a heightened version. But, um, yeah. But you're, um, that's why I think it's so, uh, so you done all right? We were gonna do the fake. There's no such pizza. We'll, we'll yeah. close out with that. But I want right, to. Cool. So you do do a lot of impressions. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I've, that? I've seen you do Stallone, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Bruce Willis, uh, Bruce Willis. Oh man, you guys can do dueling Bruce Willis's. Well, I do it. His for, is a little different though, because yeah. you can do. There's a few different versions of. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. your Vince Vaughn might be my favorite because I think it's yeah, the, the best favorite. I've ever heard of anybody do it. 
Thank you. Um, like if you're, if have you're, you heard of people do it? I, I haven't heard a lot of people do it. Like well, actually, do well, it. just because it, well, because it's, it's like so fucking thing. tough. You have to talk yeah. fast. You have to sound like them, and you have to be funny. And you got all three. And yeah. I, sometimes I've, I've heard people do it, and they talk fast, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know? and yeah, you, you can't just be talking fast like the Micro Machines guy and then go and that and that, and that was Vince Vaughn. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. You gotta, you gotta have a swag to it. You gotta like if Vince Vaughn was at Subway, like ordering a sandwich, like. All right. Okay. You got six inch. All right. What about twelve? You got nine, sweetheart? Okay, what if you take a 12 and just cut off three? Then we got nine, right? We can work with that, right? Because right now you got a situation, okay? I see you're looking at me, all right? I know you're going to charge me 50 cents for avocado, but I'm not into that, okay? <laughs> all right, so why don't, you, why don't you be like boy George? Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? I mean, I don't know. I don't even, I mean, you're staring at me funny. Are you a sandwich artist? Is that what you are? You're an artist? Is that what you are? Yeah, I'll, I'll show you some art. Yeah, I got a fucking Pollock I want to put all over your face. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Yeah. Man. Thanks, man. That's so fun, See, like, how quick you are with it. Like that's you yeah. know, that's so and, and and that and that's the thing is you have to be able to think of what you're saying and then still keep the impression and and talk fast. So that's why it's such a hard. This is going to sound do. esoteric and douchey and very accurate, but I swear to God, what I do is I picture Vince Vaughn as a skipping rock going across. Like I literally, when I started, I'm like, oh, I'm going this way, and I'm going that way. Okay, I just keep trying to think. I keep mm-hmm. trying to outdo myself. That's great. Like, nope. That's oh, I've already a- done that one. I've already done that one. Okay, and you just keep going. You know what I mean? So nice. Well, wh- whatever you do in what that do you, crazy little head of yours, it, <laughs> it works out. There's a lot of weird things. What do you, what do, you do? What's your uh, approach for Michael Douglas? Uh, Michael Douglas, um, wh- what I'd like to go with him is, is, is he's almost like I make him a little pervy, too. Not quite so much as you've done with. with well, let's set it up. I'll be Catherine Zeta-Jones, and I'll be coming home late, and I'll be, okay. I'll be trying to work. I want to get us in the mood. Okay, cool. Hello, sweetheart. Um, it's been a while since we've made Whoopi, and... Um, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that I bought some candles from Yankee Doodle Candle Company, and I bought some Victoria's Secret lingerie, and I, I pierced my tits. So all three things that would make a fun night of butt fucking, and and maybe we could—I don't know. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm horny. All right. Well, let let me uh, let me take my night mask off. Is that Helen Murren? Oh, it's my wife, Catherine Zeta Jones. Uh, how you doing? Fantastic. Thank you for giving me throat cancer, you fucking bitch. <laughs> you can see, just took my sixth ambient, hoping to pass out before you came home. Just talked to my father, Kirk. You couldn't stop shaking on the phone. Oh, He's trying to get his. <laughs> trying to get a spoonful of grape nuts in his mouth. This wasn't happening. I love grape nuts. <laughs> yes, that's what you've done to my nuts. Now that I have cancer. Oh, God, that is good. Oh, that was a great clip from There's No Such Thing as Pizza. We'll be right back with the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> but see, that's another, one, that's another one of those impressions where you thought to yourself, like, no one else does Michael Douglas. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know of anyone that does spot him. on. And it and it's fucking spot on. So so when so do you have like a greater pre, uh, a greater appreciation when you see something like behind the behind the candelabra and you see Michael Douglas turn into like that? He's that dope in that. That He's performance. Well, I, I, I just love everything Steven Soderbergh's like doing in general. I mean, I just Steven Soderbergh that Oscar speech he gave. Um, for traffic, or, yeah, for traffic. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's so good. Oh my god, he just it just talks. He doesn't thank one person. He thanks all artists in the entire world, and he wow. starts just thinking. And he has a speech about anybody that creates, anybody that wakes up, and he doesn't thank his agent, his wife, his mom, his dead aunt, nobody. Right. And and I just love what he does. So, but what I what I really love is I love what he's doing right now. In the last like five six years, he is just. First of all, he's been amazing to comics. Have you seen the informant? 
Yeah. You put like every comic Tom, in that. Tom yeah. Papa's in that. Like, yeah. Tom Papa's been in The Informant. He yeah. was in Behind the Can- oh, Candelabra. Tom Papa loves him. They're, they're and, like bros. Yeah. And, but I always love when directors put comics in non-comedic roles. Like even, love it. Like even Woody Allen putting dice in, yeah. in his most recent movie. And dice fucking knocked that out of the part. Because people don't realize comics play dramatic characters on stage. Absolutely. Granted, we give them funny lines to say. Yeah. To, to to hide it, but we're 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 playing our drunken abusive father. We're For sure. yeah, we're we're playing the girl that broke our heart. So we know how to tap into these emotions. Well, in comics, are usually are, everyone, almost everyone I know, had their heart broken, and that's when they got good right after that. Right, and we're and we have dark sides, especially me. And you know, like there's you can bring that in a drama. Like my dad has always told me, he's like, I don't see you being what you think you're going to be. Like I, I I see myself as hopefully being someone like a Ben Stiller, like being doing big big comedies. He's mm-hmm. like, I think you're going to be way more like 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 someone like uh, he always like says like Sean Penn like someone that's just yeah. gonna do dark stuff dude my stepdad says the same shit man I'm like and it also kind of like crushes your shit cause you're like but, but I wanna be but I want to do comedy but I'm yeah. funny yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Well, look how many people, like, you know, um, I mean, a lot of people start, and want, like, Ron Jeremy, uh, Ron Jeremy wanted to be an actor, like, yep. an, a full-on actor. Like, he came out here, like... Right. Holy shit. Think, I thought you were stuttering over the wrong name, and you were trying to say, like, uh, you know... <laughs> Someone know, else, Ron. not Ron Jeremy. <laughs> well, no, there's, there's other ways you can go with it, too. I mean, I'm trying to think of some... Uh, Roddy Dangerfield, um, you know, he wanted to, like, do, like, a lot of serious work. And, oh, but- Chris Farley is another good example. Chris yeah. Farley died wanting to play Fatty Arbuckle and be taken seriously as like yeah. an actor. You see me post about that the other day. Just about I was watching I Black Sheep on the plane and I was just like, dude. I just basically said like he was was poised to go down as like one of the greatest actors of all time. Like, yeah, watching him in his right. dude, the honesty in his face on everything and dude. so real and so like, dude, could make you feel with one lot like just yeah. a, a look of like, yeah, knowing that he might have like let down his uh, dad and not saving the uh, tire company, like, yeah, but. Uh, in a ridiculous comedy. How um, how mad and disappointed were all of us when the whole Toronto mayor thing happened? And, oh. we, and, and we see Tom Ford and go, Farley would have uh, fucking no. killed this. I just did the Farley Brothers podcast. And, um, oh, the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, they're, they're, listen to that. they're just... Um, they're they're really good guys, and they brought that up. You know that, that actually. Um, did you actually see the spoof someone created of Farley doing it? No. Oh, you didn't know about this? No. Okay, so you know. So the, what's the, the mayor's name again? Mark, uh, Tom, Ralph, Tom Ford. Tom Ford. Yeah. So um, uh, Bobby Moynihan played Tom Ford. You know, uh, in an opening sketch of SNL like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and did the did the, the jokes you would expect. You know what I mean? Sure. All Kevin Farley did, and he he wasn't trying to like take any respect away from uh, Bobby Moynihan. Uh, he just literally tweeted the next day. You know, um, man, having a weird morning, just thinking about how much my brother would have killed that sketch last night. You know what I mean? Just like literally, yeah. like you know, just being heartfelt, not, not making, not saying it sure. sucked. You know, and the tweet went viral. He's got yeah. like twenty thousand followers from that tweet. It got it's been retweeted like thousands of times. Yeah. And somebody yeah. grabbed. Um, Somebody grabbed footage of Farley and cut together a Tom Ford trailer b- because of that. Because of that tweet. How much Holy do you think shit. they did? They talk. Do you guys talk uh, candidly about like? Do they think about that all the time? I mean, oh, they think about Farley all the time. And it's funny. Um, you know, I met the the way I know the Farley brothers. Uh, John Farley was in a movie called Housebroken with me, and um, he showed up the set. And like literally, he, he he goes, dude. I remember this day. He's like, I've never seen anybody so excited to see me before in my life. Like he remembers this. I'm literally walked up to him and I, I looked like a kid like wanting an autograph outside Bush Stadium in St. Louis, wow. like in the '80s. Like I, I thought I was meeting Ozzy Smith, and I'm only in ninth, like second grade. And so he literally he comes sits down with me, and I go, 
I have a lot of questions uh, that I want to ask you. He goes, oh, you want to talk about my dead brother? Like, he just went right there. Wow. Probably the, thinks everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, no, no, no. He, just, he, he meant it in a good way. He was like, he's like, like, he wasn't making fun of me. He's like, you want to talk so about him? So do they want to? I mean, They talk- do. They love talking about him. It's celebrating him. I, well, I think anybody that puts themselves out there like that, they feel probably, look, that's what he would, he would want. As, he put himself out there to be talked about until the end of time, to be a legacy. What kind sure. of things would they talk about? I mean, like, oh, man. Yeah, obviously, they don't want to talk about his uh, struggles. This one's really funny. Okay, this one's really, really, really funny. By the way, this is Kevin and John Farley, who are Chris Farley's brothers. Yes, yeah. Kevin and John Farley. Um, and so, again, so I met John, and I just I had a thousand questions for him. Sure. And he told me this story on the set of Housebroken, and this is back, back in, like, 07. And then I brought it up again when I just did their podcast, and I go, do you remember the story you told me? And I just made this little this this little thing. I did it like a Hail Mary. And he goes, oh, yes. And we've never told that story on the podcast. So this is what happened. When they were young, you know, back in the day when there's no DVDs, there's no mm-hmm. YouTube, if you wanted to beat off and you couldn't get a hold of a porno, well, you, you've got mom and dad's VHS library, right? Sure. So they're like, well, the scenes usually in like a, a legit movie that's not a porn or what, maybe 30, 45 seconds long, you need like more time, you, you, know, mm-hmm. more, you know, unless you can do it that fast. So they took two VCRs together and um, Kevin and John, or Kevin did this, Kevin made a, a spank tape. They basically just ran all the sex scenes right in a row. So they had sex scenes from like Porky's, Nine and a half weeks. Like, it was like know. a now. Nah, that's what I call music CD for fucking jerking off. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> that's hilarious. Now that's what I call train. Porn. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Soul Asylum. Yeah. It's <laughs> Bill Bell Biv DeBoe. <laughs> ABC. Um, so they literally go right in a row. It's like Porky's, nine and a half weeks. You, mm. you know all these sex scenes. And Chris had beat it off to it many, many times before. They, it, it was it was like a worn out tape. They, it's just what they did, right? Sure. They're growing boys, right? Uh, especially Chris, a very yeah, growing very boy. Growing boy. Um, and, and Kevin too. Kevin's a big. Actually, Kevin, dude, he had a photo on his uh, refrigerator in his house, and he, dude, he used to be ripped in, in his twenties. Really? Kevin Farley was ripped, dude. Oh, shit. But he was like, keep that up there to tell myself stop beating. I go, is it working? He goes, ha, obviously. Not. <laughs> um, he even laughed like Farley, huh? Like yeah. The way he just did it right oh, there. Well, Kevin, I mean, he can't escape. I mean, Kevin looks exactly yeah, like him. he looks him. like him, so. You know, and uh, and I think he knows that people get happy about that. It's not that they don't. Kevin is his own. Dude, he's a great comedian. He gets yeah. on stage and, like, yeah. he tells some stories that'll he's blow your mind. funny actor. But yeah. he's aware that people want the stories, and he's aware that people get excited that he looks and like bring, him. And he, he embraces it. Yeah. He, and he, he, he lo- embraces and it. And he loves the fact that it brings people so much joy yeah. that they can't they we obviously can't have Chris anymore but that's the closest we're going to come and in some ways I mean obviously we want more but just the fact that we get that we feel blessed just, well, to, he, just to be able to talk he to does, his brother he, he looks at it like you know I, I can tell by just the way he speaks about it. they speak so like passionately about him they, they, they don't look sad yeah. I think they've dealt with it they were part of the ride I think that's what a lot of people don't understand John and Kevin are in most of his movies they have big yeah. parts in almost everything so sure. you know they were at every premiere at every set anyway, but they don't so. they don't feel uh, responsible for not being I'm sure everybody does a little bit not being able to like you know completely help him get control I think that um, you know they're I mean they'll they talk about this too they, they come from a from a, a you know their dad was a boozer yeah. I mean they tell a great story about his their dad he he would drink all night and then literally still get up at five in the morning and go sell asphalt like um, he's like he's like it's, it's as if he wasn't even hung over they're like he drank like a whole handle and he's just you know so they you know they're, they're they come from a Wisconsin drinking family yeah. you know what I mean and um, yeah so, so uh, spank tape yeah so he's yeah. got the spank tape going so, so spank tape so um. Uh, so Chris is sitting there, um, and he's jerking off to the tape, 
And they didn't know that he didn't know that Kevin had added a new scene to the tape uh, to close it out. Okay. And the scene is <laughs> Jodie Foster in the accused getting raped on the pinball machine. Oh, oh Jesus! So oh he's God. so he's spanking it. Chris Farley. Just imagine Chris Farley spanking it in his bedroom. Well, now you've killed erections for yeah. the next ever. That's fine. <laughs> just think about um, uh, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, and you'll get it right back up. <laughs> Um, I love that one. I know people don't like that one, but I, I that's love one of my that favorites. One. It's, it's fantastic. Um, Such a great premise, too. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and so, uh, or or his little cameo in uh, Dirty Work. Oh God! There's the Saigon whore that yeah. bit my nose off. Oh, my God! I don't know why I turned Farley into Jack Nicholson right and there. The but only whatever. time Adam Sandler ever did a cameo for anybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's like, we eat the pig and then we burn. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. So he's beating it off, and then all of a sudden. Um, the door opens. It's dark. It's at night. And so the only light in the room, there's no light on in the room, is the, is the glow from the TV. And he's, he gets to that one. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> like he just was like, oh, it's Jody Foster. And everybody knows that is a very famous rape scene. Yeah, at the time, it, it, it was like, it, unprecedented. Yeah. yeah. No clue. Well, in, in, it still, Boy. it still holds up to how intense and like, Uncomfortable. It do, it oh, does yeah. make you. It, oh yeah. I mean, and there's been many scenes since then. You know, what I mean, like sure. you know, a time to kill. There's a lot of great scenes now, but back then people weren't really getting that graphic. It was a right. big. And Jodie Foster's what like 16 in that movie. It was oh, a Jesus, big deal. Was, dude. Yeah. yeah. She was. You know, right, so Farley's she's like, older than that, but she's playing younger. Yeah. Than that, so so, so Farley's far, like, all right, whatever. It's just he doesn't see the the rape isn't happening right away. So he has. Well, he's beaten off. He's totally hard. He's getting to the end of the tape. He's rounding third, right? <laughs> he thinks he's going to do a nice slide into home and, you know, put, uh, in the words of Jay Moore, the map of Hawaii on his stomach. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite Jay Moore joke. Oh, that's a great one. He, he always inserts it somehow. He's like, you know, sometimes you fuck your wife and then you just pull on and you put the map of Hawaii on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love wow. it. Um, so um, he, um, he's beaten off. The door opens and he sees in the glow on the TV that it's his mother. Now, his mother doesn't know about this tape, A, and she certainly does not understand, as a grown woman, why the fuck this famous rape scene is on it. And so, literally, oh they go, God. she was, they said she's the kind of woman she would speak up, but then sometimes if it was too much, like, oh, goodness. And so, she literally just stood there, didn't know what to do. And Chris didn't know what to do. He's just, so he just kept going. <laughs> so, he's jerking off. And then, all of a sudden, he, Chris noticed that his mom starts backing away and does a Hail Mary across her chest <laughs> on her forehead and literally just backs up and closes the door. <laughs> so he finishes, and then he, yeah. yeah. I love that part. Yeah. So he doesn't just run out there right away and talk to mom. He finishes up. He runs into Kevin's room and goes, guys, mom caught me beating off. And they're like, big deal. We yeah. all beat off. She knows me. And he's like, no, to the accused. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just dying. Oh, my that's God. That's so good. Oh, we miss you, Chris Farley. Oh, God. That's a gr- dude, that's a great story. My mom had to call. My mom, I worked at Papa John's uh, the day he died. And my mom called me and goes. We dressed like a pizza. I had a buddy that had to dress like a pizza and stand outside. <laughs> well, and remember. He, I, and he quit because he said uh, he did it for two days. And I asked him to do a third day. And, and he goes, I'm not wearing a fucking pizza suit. And they go. <laughs> yeah, it is Jerry Maguire moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. And he like, and he, because you would have to dance a little bit. And also, yeah. and stand there and hand out flowers. I remember I went and saw him one day. And he looked at me. And I just started like laughing and making fun of him. Oh, and it literally like, it, it really, like, he was a really j- jovial, joking dude. But yeah. like. He he just needed money in high school, and he was just like, "That's, that's what he's like." Don't don't make fun of me, man. I was like, "Dude, you're 
<laughs> you're I fucking mean, dancing pizza. You're I mean, dancing pizza. Right I mean, now. I want to dip you in, in cheese right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? Don't make funny. You look delicious. Yeah, you never look so good. Let me pour some marinara on your head. Yeah, over you do something different with your hair. Oh, that's pepperoni. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So, what'd you do, at Papa well, I was, John's? I was working at Papa John's, and then he died, and my mom called me. I'll never forget this. Is you know, it's the only time anybody ever thought to call me. You know, today's day and age, you find out that you know Paul Walker or Nelson Mandela died. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, yeah. you so know. Just, Instantly. And, and right Heath away. Ledger, like when he died, I, I remember getting like 90 texts from people. Like, Heath yeah. Ledger died, you know, because the, the Facebook status updates weren't so big yet in like yeah, 08. Right. Chris Flowers, I saw on the news, I saw like a clip on the news where it was Well, just, my mom called me. Oh, shit. And she goes, she was, I just, she was Skylar, I just want to make sure. She, she was, are you sitting down? I'm like, well, mom, no, I'm working. And she was, all right, well, you're just not going to like this. I go, is dad okay? First thought, is dad okay? Sure. Dad's fine, dad's fine. I don't want to freak out. Um, Chris Farley died. And I go, mom, not funny. And I remember just hanging up. I just didn't, I, Totally not. She's kidding. Yeah. Every poster in my room was Chris Farley. Like it was, oh, he was the biggest deal to me in the world. But yeah, dude, that fucked me up. I worked at a radio station at the time, a classic rock station in Kalamazoo, and I remember that song. Um, of course you do. It's a '90s song. Green Day, um, "Time of Our Life." Sure. Oh Great yeah. Song. Every damn one one every damn graduation. It was every graduation. Every graduation. And I song. took it a step further, and I mm-hmm. made it basically like a memorial song. I oh, spent shit. all night till like four in the morning in the booth at the radio station cutting. I probably still have it. I gotta find. I cut audio clips, to, audio clips to that song of Chris Farley, and oh. I would play it, and then it became this pop. People would call into the station Requesting and request it, dude. Yeah, wow. it was one of my favorite moments That's of my awesome. life. Oh yeah, my god! Moment. Like I might watch that and start and start tearing for up. For sure, you yeah. tear up. I should put it on YouTube. I bet it would do dude, well. For it would, sure, it would, it would go insane and put and put clips yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, and mash it up. It would it would do insanely well. Are you yeah, yeah, me? yeah. Who were you, uh, real, real quick? Who were your like comedy influences? Who uh, I always ask that of people. Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Um, the standards are like Farley, Sandler, Jim Carrey, In Living Color, Ben Stiller. I like uh, Adam Sandler. I like Steve Martin. Yeah, the guys, the guy, the guys that can do anything. Yeah, but I'd say my biggest like those are my comedy influences. My biggest actor influence, and you can totally see it once I tell people they're like, oh, I can see that. Michael Keaton. Fuck yeah, yeah, Michael Keaton. Now that you say that, I could totally see Michael Keaton. Yeah. In, 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 in your stuff. Yeah. yeah, I I worked for Cadillac uh, for three months once in uh, Santa Monica. I used to um, uh, when I first got out, I used to pick up. Uh, celebrities in the Cadillac Escalade oh, when, they, when they debuted the Escalade. Yeah. Like who? Um, picked up Russell Crowe. Nice. Took him to the Academy Awards. You were Uber before Uber. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was Black Uber. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, black Uber coming this summer, starring I, yeah, Tyler exactly. Perry. That's actually a great idea. <laughs> I did he ask you? He goes, "Hey, uh, mate, if I'm going to throw a phone at a hotel clerk, <laughs> would I do it with my right hand or left hand?" <laughs> well, no, I didn't pick up Paul Hogan. I picked up uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> Paul Hogan. <laughs> hey, dude. You know what? Fine. My Paul Hogan sounds a lot like Russell Crowe. <laughs> there. Exactly. I said it. <laughs> there. It's on the right. table. Well, <laughs> I picked up Russell Crowe, and um, I took him to the Academy Awards, and I'll never forget this. Um, he didn't want to talk at all. Like, not sure. at all. And um, he had a girl with him, and uh, she was good looking. Mm-hmm. And he goes, um, uh, we're, we're about to pull up to the event. He goes, hey, mate, why don't you go around the block real quick? And I go, oh, okay. And so I drive around the block, and he goes, um, go ahead and park right there. So I, par- I pulled the car over, and he goes, um, just, uh, just make yourself busy. Come back in like 20 minutes. And I literally get out of the car, and I just I, there was, it, it was like a Mon Pa 7-Eleven right there on like Hollywood Boulevard. And I just went in there, and I'm like looking at candy bars, walking around like, what's Russell Crowe doing? And then I'm like, oh, he's probably having sex. Like, it didn't wow. dawn on me. I was just yeah. so nervous about him telling me to do something that I just wanted to do it right. You know what I mean? Right. And then I'm like, oh, he's probably fucking right now. I know he fucked because when I got back in the car after I dropped him off, 
I looked in the in the rearview mirror, and they were like, "Make sure that you know people don't get too wild in the car." But of course, you know they can do whatever they want because you know they are who they are. Right. The you know the the where you hang up. Um, you know the hangers. Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. what are those called? I don't know. What but, are those called? Yeah. But they but but well, you hang up dry cleaning yeah, in a car. Sure. That's the little what you handles. Say. Yeah. 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 He had ripped. One of them was fully on the floor. Yeah. The other one was hanging like it just got like knocked loose on one side. That means he was like doing like an inverted dip, like like he was grabbing both <laughs> sides, plowing into her. I mean, like, dude, that girl must have been walking very funny on the red carpet, dude. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then after done, he fucked her, he looked at her right bug eyed and goes, "You got an angel with you." <laughs> You got an angel in you. Oh, you love this because and that angel is my semen. <laughs> you love this because you love the, the 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 random people. I picked up Robert England. Nice, Freddie. Freddie. Freddie Krueger. Yes, and he is the coolest motherfucker on the planet. I've heard that that guy, he, like, he knows that he's Freddie. He embraces that he's Freddie, mm-hmm. and he's like, fuck it. I like that fun. Another example. I'm so glad you actually brought that up. Earlier we were talking about actors um, that wanted to do one thing and then ended up doing another. Yeah. He's a Shakespearean, classically trained actor. Wow. Like, he full-on, you could have inserted him in, into, like, you know, the Remains of the Day or Howard Zinn. Like, he, he was, like, a full-on actor. And then one day he gets an audition for Freddy, and then, boom, that was just, that's just his life. After and that, doing know? cheesy kill lines yeah. for, the re- for the rest of his career. But he's a super nice guy. He, yeah. he, he lived down in a beach community. I'm, I don't know if I should say where he lived, but he lived down in a beach community. picked him up, and uh, he brought his wife, and he brought this other girl that was his wife's friend. And he uh, and he asked you to go around the block a few times. Yeah. And he had threesome in the yeah. back of the car <laughs> with the Freddy glove. That's freaky. Yeah, there was no fingering going on um, with him. But um, yeah, no, he. Um, uh, I took him to the Golden Trailer Awards, which is basically the Academy Awards for for movie previews. Yeah. You know? oh, okay. And he was a presenter, and so um, uh, we we were very early. Because he requested me to be, and so he, he tells me to pull into um, Pacific Dining Car. He goes, "You know where that is?" I go, "No." He goes, "Oh, all right." Here's, and I, I had my Thomas guide out. There's no iPhones back then. You sure. know, I'm like trying to find it. Like, okay, D12. You know, they're trying to find it. Right. And uh, he goes, "No, it's right over here on Sixth Street." So we go to this restaurant, and I go, "All right, I'll just wait out here for you." He goes, "No, are you kidding me?" And I go, "What?" He goes, "Come in with us." And they're like a fine. Di- I mean, at this point, I'm eating yeah. ramen noodles, tuna out of a can. Like, right. I got no money, dude. And he literally goes, "Come with us." So he, te- he takes me inside. He goes, "He goes, do you don't mind if I order for you?" Do I'm like, I-, I wouldn't even know how to order this place. You know what I mean? Sure. And so he orders me, and ent- he goes, "Get the baked potato." He got me flame mignon. He got me lobster tail. He got me crab cakes. Holy shit! Orders so me everything. Great. Pays for the whole thing. And then he's he's the biggest tipper of all time. He gave me two hundred dollar tip that night. Uh, no one else. Usually, and he fed you. <laughs> yeah, average tip from a star when I did that gig was like twenty, thirty bucks. He gave yeah. me two hundred bucks. Wow! Yeah, I lo- and he gave I me just- so much advice about acting and how to make it, how to get my SAG card, how to get an agent, what to do, what not to do. Like I wasn't even asking because you're an actor, right? I'm like, yeah. he's like, all right, all right. Here's a couple pointers. And he would just tell me stuff. That's helpful, that's, right? When you come so across people cool. that actually take the time to go. Oh yeah, <sighs> yeah. yeah. Unsolicited. And the fact, you know, he yeah. gets out of his own way. He 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 doesn't he doesn't think that he's better or yeah. he, he he just does that. And now look at that you. You are now telling that story to everyone, and that and that's what some of these people don't don't realize is that yeah, you can be a dick, you can be a nice guy, but you're not just being that to that one person. Yeah, that one person, especially for a celebrity, they're telling that they're story pass it on. to everybody. What's the first thing you do if I just, if I came in right now? Like, oh, dude, I just I just met Michael Douglas. You'd be like, oh, what's he like? That's the first yeah. thing people want to know. Well, what's he like? is he? Is he cool? Is he cool? Like that's the yeah. first question. Yeah, and like you have to know your influence. I mean, I've been very fortunate to have like Jay Moore, Henry Winkler, John Lovitz. Like these have been guys that have been. Like this is what you got to do. This is what mm-hmm. you don't got to do. You know what sure. I mean? And give me good advice. You know. Yeah. And and one day, one day very soon, Skylar Stone, 
Some people are going to have stories about about, about you. Well, I've already, I've already got one. Dude, so I was incredibly instrumental in helping me oh, yeah? with a big uh, you know, business career decision as far as like dealing with management and, and yeah. stuff. And also so I was just at a crossroads of like, you know, um, anyway, not, not, uh, it's not interesting and or funny, but, uh, <laughs> but, he, but you've, you've already done it. And I, you know, and it's, again, it was uh, selfless and, and like really, because shit, man, you don't, I think you also, at least for me, I feel like you want to feel like you can figure shit out on your own a lot and you don't want to like seem weak or like seek out like type of um, certain questions or know how to go about phrasing it. You feel like, you know, it's as supportive as, as it kind of is out here amongst comedians and everybody, it's very competitive. So you're, yeah. you're, not, you're not quite sure who yeah. to ask or if you're asking the right person, if they ever, even are going to give you straight advice. But um, well, yeah, you were on point, man, and, well, and helped. I mean, that was a very crucial time, man. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, I was glad to help, man. I mean, I, I was. I mean, I, I want to reach out to him. I'm like, yo, I'm a fan of yours. I just watch shit online. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, there you have to look at your body of work, and if you look on, you look at Skylar Stone's IMDb page. You've been in a ton of shit, and, and look at his pranks online. We didn't even get to that oh. shit. You have to come back. But I mean, Con, yeah. Yeah. Con, you know, years uh, ago has led Twilight to, stuff, dude. Setting up the Twilight screening <laughs> was unbelievable. Oh, it, just YouTube so that good. shit. We, we, YouTube that shit. Uh, Skylar Stone Twilight prank. Basically, set up a theater for a bunch of people to see the movie, a screening. Of weeks, New Moon, weeks yeah. before of New Moon, and people fucking were so irate. And, uh, and uh, you, one couple flew in from San Francisco to go to that screening. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. Only to find out that some fucking dick comedian was like, "Hey, you're a fucking loser for loving vampires." Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I almost got sued for that whole thing by the, the by the. Uh, of course you did. By oh, Summit. Sure. Oh you know? yeah, the, the for, people that released it for using Jesus. the name of the movie. Well, we there was a there was a shot of the poster in the prank, oh, and that's what oh, they were pissed off about. I mean, they were really actually pissed off about what I did. Yeah, but that was where they were like, "All right, well, technicality, yeah, motherfucker." Found the legal loophole because yeah, people aren't you. mad at Skyler; they're still stupid enough to be like, "Twilight did this to me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, trust me. Yeah, I, that was a that was a very but, weird phone call. But that's but that's one of the reasons why why you've been sexful is that you sexful. I think se- sex. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty I said sure you that. said sexful. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at your hair right now and <laughs> sex. Just came, just came to my mouth. If you want me to go get a black Uber right now and fucking <laughs> Russell Crowe this shit, Brad, I will break you. Okay? I'm not even that big, but yeah. Listen, Skyler and I have got some business to handle. Yeah, so sure. uh, I got to go right. There's no such thing as pizza. Yeah, so, so we're, now you'll so, finally be able to go. Hey, Adam, about last night. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, uh, Skyler, where can our uh, followers fall, uh, find you on Twitter? Yeah, uh, Twitter at the Skylar Stone. No one mm-hmm. calls me on Twitter. I don't yeah, know. they do. They will now. Yeah, at the Skylar Stone, um, and then uh, SkylarStone dot com. And I got a monthly show at the Hollywood Improv. Um, you've done it. You've yeah, done it. it's a yeah. great show. Oh, it's uh, the best show there. I don't know if this will come out by the time uh, your next show, but like your lineups are all always insane. You have Arius Spears, Natasha Leggero, Whitney Cummings, uh, Chris Cummings Whitney Chris Cummings, Crystal Leah, Ralphie May. All on the same show, and then three confirmed drop-ins that I can't announce. But yeah, I mean, but yeah. and they're huge. Yeah. So yeah. if you're living in the Hollywood area, go see Skylar Stone's show Hollywood at the, Improv at the Hollywood Improv. Called Comedy Rocks. Comedy yeah. Rocks. It's always a crazy good lineup. It's fun. You will all. You will always have a good time. See uh, when the movie comes out. Walking with 20th. Dinosaurs, December twentieth, three D and IMAX, baby. Go see. Go see the movie. Follow him on Twitter uh, and just. Skylar, you're a fun guy to know in the business. You're a, Thanks, you're, man. You're, you're a guy that brings everyone together, and uh, I'm really happy that I get to call you my friend. Dude, you're the man, Brad. I love you guys. Seriously. You got an angel with you. <laughs> <laughs> Path the penis. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. 
The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.